Brandon Peters lowers the hand, gets the shotgun snap, back to throw. Looks, holds, has plenty of time, plenty of time. Now guns it downfield, and the pass is going to be intercepted. Picked off at the 10-yard line by Cam Tanner Britt. He's to the 20 and gets up to the 21-yard line. Cam Tanner Britt's second pick of the year, and there's a turnover forced by the Blackshirts. No, I talk to my mom every day. Yeah, yeah, I talk to her. She asks me how my day going, you know. Even if it's not going good, you know, we talk it out and she lets me know everything's going to be okay. But people critiquing me, you know, and not having things to say, you know, I know my family loves me. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they have to say. It's another edition of our Cornhusker conversation to we will welcome in Husker hybrid. I don't know what to call you, Cam Taylor Britt. Um, man, first Big Ten game under the belt. That was a hard-hitting game. I, like, how you guess to start with how you're feeling. I'm feeling good now. You know, we got that Sunday off, you know, got to recover, come in for treatment and things and, you know, get my body right. But And I got a lot of sleep, so I feel a lot better. You played some last year, but you're getting a pretty good taste of what Big Ten football is all about right now when you're out there as a starter. How how different is it compared to the limited action that you you got last year compared to right now, how different of a game it is? I kind of see what the guys went through. You know, it, it is pretty tough being out there, you know, Hundred some plays when you know defense got to you know help the team out you know but I like being on the field so it's really not a problem but you know I love it. Let's talk about your your room a little bit your safety group. This is probably not how you guys saw this season starting. You know Deontay going down early and you know you're, you're kind of having to flip back and forth positions and Eli and Isaiah. I mean a lot of get you guys are getting snaps right now. Markel's been back there. What's just the the mood and the attitude in that room day to day right now considering the situation you guys are dealing with. Uh, everybody has to know every position. You know, you don't know who's next to go down or anything. You know, we pray nobody goes down. But, you know, I have to be able to play, you know, nickel and corner. And decaps going to safety sometimes, you know, just to, you know, help everything out. What if something happens? You know, God forbid. But everybody has to know everything. I snapped a picture down on the sideline of you standing right next to you, Deontay, the game that, that you went down with the ice bag on your shoulders, saying it was really hard to watch, you know, with you guys standing there on the sideline. What was that like for you, standing there with him and, and watching your, your guys trying to trying to make it work out there without you? It, you know, it's tough. You know, football players don't want to watch, you know, football. They want to play it, actually. So I, I know where Deontay is coming from. He just told me, you know, everything's going to be all right, you know. You know, they looked at the x-rays, you know, we were good. You know, I just told myself, you got to be tough, man. And like, even though it's hurting, you got to go out there and be a black shirt because that's what black shirts do. I was worried. I don't know why I'm saying this. I was worried about you, you know, being injured and what that would do to you mentally. Then I saw you after the game smiling and giggling with your family. <laughs> and, and I know they're, they're very supportive of you, but having them here when that something like that happened, how did, how did that help you, you know, maybe with how that shoulder was feeling after the game? It helped me a lot, honestly, you know, just to have them here, you know, for me to, you know, go down and, you know, see my, my, my dad and them there, you know, my girlfriend, you know, she's always had my back, you know. So her mom was here as well. So when we got in the locker room, I saw them, I was like, all right, we good, we good. <laughs> We've asked you this before, but I, I want to know where this comes from, your, your energy. I mean, I don't think I've ever looked at you and you're not smiling. I mean, where, where did that where did that come from for you? Was it since you were a little kid? I mean, did you pick it up in, in middle school? I mean, where, where did that where did that come from with you? Uh, I think city league football. My mom said I, I always was this way. You know, I didn't really understand it what she was saying back then. But now, see, I am always smiling and joking around. And I just like to have fun, you know, and be the you know the highlight. I don't try to do too much. I just try to be myself, you know. And I, I see I brighten a lot of people day. How does that affect you growing up? You know, maybe when you're you're making friends or going to high school for the first time or whatever, and, and even on on a on a team. You know, yeah. when you're having to get to know guys, your personality kind of just brings everybody together. 
you know, I, I've been transferring schools my whole life, actually. So it was, I think that's what kind of got me right with this, you know, smiling and always being polite to people just because I did always have to make, you know, new friends and, you know, get in this, you know, group and things, you know. So it's always been like that. And it doesn't, that doesn't come from nowhere. Tell us about what it's like being raised by mom. I mean, I know she's always around, and I, I said last time we interviewed that you're probably one on the pedestal of mama's boys now. What's that relationship dynamic like, and, and, and really how she grazed you and things that you know you still carry with you today with, with your character? Uh, just one thing she always told me, and I think this goes for a lot of people, treat someone how you want to be treated. So I don't try to, you know, bash people. And, you know, we may joke around and things, but they know I'm playing at the end of the day. You know, I don't try to hurt a lot of people's feelings, you know, unless we're on the field. But, you know, that's it. <laughs> you uh, play with a lot of emotion, and, and you play for your family, as we found out, putting, putting Britt on the jersey. I mean, you've had a kind of a lot happen to you in the last in the last few months I mean how does how does your personality help help that you know and, and getting the name on your jersey was a positive thing but you've had some negative things happen to you too I mean how do you are you able to cope and deal with that based on you know how you live your life every day you know I just think about them every day you know I'm not doing this for myself like I, I wanted to say I would but I'm not you know I let my mom know since I was seven years old you know once I get big you know I try to do it she's getting everything you know because she she's tried and even, you know, she was single mom before, you know, before my stepdad even was there, you know, she provided everything. Even though she didn't have it, she made it happen. So I just try to, you know, do this for them. And unfortunately, you were playing with a, a heavy heart and a, and a heavy shoulder on, on Saturday. What does that do for you on the field? You know, knowing that you're playing for something bigger than who you are, something that, I mean, sounds like you're practicing what you preach. You do that every day anyway. You know, I just, it just added another gear, I can say, you know. Because I know she's watching down on me. You know, she will want to see me play. You know, they're all on Facebook and things. I get on Facebook to check sometimes, you know, they're on the comments and stuff like that, you know, cheering me on. So I have a lot of supporters, you know, from home. But, you know, that Saturday, you know, she they had a funeral and things. So, you know, I just told myself I'm playing for her. This being away from college, it's a lot to take in. You know, you're away from home and you're playing in front of 90,000. You got so many people judging you, critiquing you, and you're, you're trying to get your degree all the same and you're dealing with personal stuff. How, how are you getting through, you know, just day to day and, you know, kind of embracing everything that this college thing's throwing at you? No, I talk to my mom every day. Yeah, yeah, I talk to her. She asked me how my day going, you know, even if it's not going good. You know, we talk it out, and she lets me know everything's going to be okay. But people critiquing me, you know, and not having things to say, you know, I know my family loves me. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they have to say. I want, I want to go to your commitment and when you came here. Uh, I remember the coaches, you know, usually when you guys have your signing day, you know, we get to talk to the coaches about, about all these new players that we have no idea who you guys are. Um, and you were one of the first guys out of their mouth, and not just because of what you could do on the field, but because we're talking about right now. They, they, the reason why they wanted you so bad is because you're a great kid and you're great for our locker room. What does that say to you? You know, because they were looking for new players. They were looking to build their own team, and you were part of that first class. What does that say to you that, that you know they had that much trust in you and they wanted you because of not just what you could do on the field but how you were off? Well, they just told me, you know, we need that leader. You know, we need a leader in the DB room. We need a leader on the team because they didn't have that. And you could say that, that we did. And last year we had a couple, you know, that were um, subpar leaders, you know, wanting to be a leader in certain times. I just try to do it all the time. But, yeah, I'm glad I came here. Leader, you can't really say leader on the defense and not talk about Mo Berry. We right. we chatted about him this summer. What have you learned from him, and maybe just observing how he goes about his business while playing for Nebraska? Oh, he tries to go 110. percent You know, hitting wise, trying to go get balls. You know, we got to work on his covering skills, but you know, <laughs> he tries to go 110 percent every time. He 
says I mean he, he says what a lot of Husker fans want to hear in a sense that you know he bleeds Husker red and and I can tell how much it means to him every time I talk to him and I'm starting to get that from you a little bit how much have you had had to learn about what Nebraska football is all about and what it means to people and and what it means to the state and, and ultimately what it means to you guys as the players you know just my commitment when I made this commitment you know just showing, seeing the people you know show the love that they did you know, that that was one, you know, then just coming up here and playing in the first game and making a play, you know, just looking at all supporters and things, just seeing how the fans, you know, are so supportive and loving, you know, even when we were down, we were, we were losing, you know, they were still here and that just was amazing to me, you know, so I'm, that's why another reason I'm really glad okay here. What did you learn last year? I feel like last year was a learning experience for everybody. The coaches weren't really loose to using. I know, I know you players aren't used to losing. What, what did you learn? What's the thing that you carry with you from, from a four and eight year last year? We don't want to have that season again. You know, that's that's something we put in the back of our hearts, actually. You know, who wants to have a 4-8 and eight season? Nobody. You know, it's the University of Nebraska, we don't do that, you know. Uh, I've watched Nebraska before. I never was a Nebraska fan, you know, but I love college football, so if I see the game on, I'm going to watch it. And when I used to watch the Nebraska game, they were up winning, and I mean big. So, you know, that's what we try to do, and we have to keep that history going because we can't, can't let the history fade like that. What's high school ball like? You you were kind of all over the place in high school, and and I know it may probably made recruiting a little challenging too. With coaches wanting you to different positions, describe to us what it was like playing high school ball and and your favorite memories of of playing back then. High school was easy, I can say that. You know, I went on the field knowing that I was going to score four or five touchdowns. Not being cocky, but just looking at the team was like, yeah, we're about to win. You know, it was hard recruiting because coaches didn't know where they wanted me, so they wouldn't offer until they figure it out. So they used to tell me they were in meetings arguing if I would play wide receiver, DB, quarterback, running back. Yeah, I was like, running back. Arkansas wanted me a running back. I was like, hey, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of tough, you know, during the recruiting process. But, you know, I, I chose this school over everybody else. You chose this school and they wanted you at DB. But how did you, how did you sort through that, you know, maybe with your family of, of where you wanted to play position-wise and also how that fit, you know, kind of hard to find the match, right, where you want to play position, but also, you know, where it makes sense to, to go get your education? Yeah, my mom, she just told me, you know, I had to narrow it down to what position I really wanted to play because I just wanted to come in as an athlete. I wanted to do it all, you know. Um, but she just told me, you know, I had to narrow it down because it was just kind of getting close to the end. I said I wanted to play DB. You know, I was tired of getting hit at quarterback and things like that, so I was I want to do some hitting, make big plays on the ball. She was like, okay, that's what you tell these coaches. That's what you want to play. So the opening came up, and I went to DB, played DB, had some picks and things, went to the Rivals camp, played DB, got noticed and things at um, cornerback. And I went to a little safety. Um, so then I just told the coach that that's what I wanted to play. I committed to Missouri. Then I decommitted. You know, I, I felt like I just, you know, rushed it too fast. I wanted to, you know, sit down and wait for a minute, you know, let the season go by and focus on, you know, high school football, be a high school kid. You know, so um, I didn't want to go there. And it was between Auburn, Troy, and Nebraska. And I was, you know, just Troy is close to home. I didn't know if I really wanted to stay close to home. Auburn is close to home. So it was between those two. Auburn didn't know if they really wanted to offer, and I wasn't going to wait. I just told them, you can keep your offer. This is what I want to do, and I really appreciate it. And you're here now. That, that's a good thing. We're glad to have you. Where did football start for you? And when was it first introduced into your life? And you're like, man, I kind of like this thing. Oh, actually, my biological father, he played football. You know, he was, I think he was about to go to Ohio State, actually. Yeah, but uh, nah, he's been playing football his whole life and things. And I used to go to his flag football games, watch him play. So I'm out there just playing tackle football on the grass field next to their football field. 
uh, you know, it, it's always just been a part of my life. You know, family's always played football, and I always wanted to do it as well. So that's why I'm here. The coaches always say they want players that love football. Like, can you tell that? I mean, your teammates are, are you guys? That's the amazing thing to me. You guys come from all over the United States, and you you know you come together and you have that same thing, that same love. Can you can you sense that from your from your guy? I mean, not in a sense of practice, but like when you're saying them playing Xbox or you know yeah. you know, walking around the kitchen at home or whatever. What, what what what's that dynamic like of just liking liking the sport? You know, football is a competitive sport, so I really think it makes everybody competitive at you know everything. So who's going to cook their food the fastest? You know, that's some things, you know, people do because they're so competitive. Who's going to tie their shoe the fastest? It's always little crazy things, you know, just with football you can relate to. It's, it's just so competitive. So football players are competitive. It's a pretty monster week coming up. College game day is here. I mean, this is going to be a big week. A lot of distractions, a lot of interviews. What, what's your approach this this week of how to take this all in and ultimately what's going to be a pretty darn big game here Saturday night? As an approach to any other game, you know, it's a, it's going to be a great game, actually, you know. Um, we just have to prepare, you know, prepare our way that we're supposed to, you know, and up the notch a little bit, you know, because it is Ohio State. They're a great team. You know, they got some great players over there. We got some good players over here, you know, but we plan to come out there and play Nebraska football, and we plan to give them a great game and we plan to win. We'll let you go with this one. What have you learned about this team so far through four games, conference game, got the first road win? I mean, what's something that you know about this team now that maybe you didn't know, you know, coming in after fall camp? Everybody wants to finish, but we have to, you know, actually finish. We have to go that extra mile. We gotta, we have to stop talking about it and just be about it. You know, that's something that we said on the sideline Illinois game. You know, everybody was, hey, man, let's do this, let's do that, you know, but – when I was, everybody was just like, you know, uh, Darian Daniels, DiCaprio, and they were just like, you know, hey, let's stop talking, let's go, you know, get a stop. Let's go do this, you know, let's do it. You know, let's just stop talking about it. One day I was like, hey, I'm, I got you. I'm gonna score a touchdown. What he did, he went to score a touchdown. Two more after that. No, we just gotta be about it. That's it. Big game, man. It's nice sitting down with you. It's gonna be a pretty amazing atmosphere. I know you got a bunch of family coming here watching. I can I probably say that every week with you. <laughs> um, get that shoulder right, man. Look forward to a good one Saturday. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you.